What are we? What are we doing, dude? I don't know. Do you need a hug? All right, let's do it. So I was doing some research. It's like therapy for us. You're just easing into not having much time on your hands. And I'm stoked for the journey. What's up, everybody? My name is Brian. Too cool for school with glasses on, Boyd. I'm just plain Jane. And we are two dads on a mic. Yeah, yeah, we're back. We're live. We're episode 17. Uh, just really quick, you guys know where to find us. iTunes. Um, you can find us on Anchor, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the number two dads on a mic. Please make sure you rate us, review us, leave us comments. We'd love the feedback. Anything to add to that, buddy? I think that's it. Straight to the point. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, man? Good man, same old, same old, working hard, staying busy, having fun, loving life, man. How about you? Oh, dude, I'm I'm chilling. You can tell I'm chilling today. You're chilling. It's summertime. It's summertime. You know, and I felt like summertime. I gotta wear some shades. It is nice. It is nice. Yeah, I got the uh, the white on black. What do you think? Uh, it's stylish, man. Maybe next episode I might have to sport those and see what people like better. Who, who can wear, who can wear them better? Oh, dude, you killed me. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Topic of today, ladies and gentlemen, is what, Bri? Questions. What do you mean by questions? So, uh, think about this, right? You're growing up, you're uh, five, six, seven years old, you ask questions. And what's the, what's the typical, you've got a three-year-old, right? Yes. What's that three-letter uh, word that your daughter probably asks you all the time? Got a snack. <laughs> That's a three-word. She doesn't say. Why? 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 Does she do the oh, whys yet? Oh, why, yeah. Dad? Why? Why? Yeah, not yet. Not, not yet. Not, not too much yet. All the questions she asks are, um, I want a snack. I don't want to is the big one right now. Mm, when that's, a, that's a statement. When she's crying and fit throwing. Yeah. I don't want you. No, I don't want you. It's like, it, it's like, it's bad. It's yeah. like, you a chalkboard to us. Well, you're going you're gonna to get to the why stage. Yeah. Right? If you're like going to say something, she'll be like, why, Dad? Well, why? Why does that happen? Why does that happen? And when you get to it, I feel like I've seen it before with kids. It's You can never give them the right answer. Right. Because they'll just always fire back why. But you know what's funny is don't adults do that? Isn't that like a, a tactic of like getting you out of your bubble? Of like saying like, oh, you don't like to go swimming. Why? Well, because it's dark, but why? So the, the, the strategy is, and with, with adults, like if you're, a, if, you're, if you're someone's boss or if you're trying to really dive deep on a topic, uh, the, 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 the theory or the strategy is you should ask the why question five times to their first answer. So let's say if I was like, hey, Zach, um, you know, what, who's your, who's your uh, favorite baseball player? Kirby Puggett. Why? Because he played for the Minnesota Twins. Why? Because I'm from Minnesota. Why? Because I love Minnesota. <laughs> like, I'm getting deeper and I'm, I'm really getting an understanding of why Kirby Puckett is your favorite baseball player, right? It's like embedded in you because that's where you're from. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I think kids just do it because they're so damn curious. Yeah. I think that's the learnings. That's the stages of like just the sponge. Yeah. It's like it's dry and they just want to soak it up and I don't think you can give them enough water. So then we move from the why questions and we go fast forward about, oh, I don't know, seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. And then... What do you think the first question is that, that the seven and eight year old to ask their parents? Wait, no, I'm talking oh. like, I'm talking like, like moving seven, eight years ahead of when they were asking the why. So now we're talking like 13, 14. True, true. Middle school. Yeah, middle school. So what are they getting access to? Drugs, right? Uh, the world of social media that we didn't live up in is just a whole other world. So yeah, what stuff are they... Drugs, sex, and rock and roll, baby. Yeah, 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 that's pretty much... 
the categories. Yeah. So we wanted, we thought it'd be, this would be a really cool episode to tackle because, you know, we've hit a lot of um, different areas with, uh, you know, younger kids and, and parents as like just kind of being parents. But now we're hit the teens, man. The teens. I mean, do you remember being a teenager? I do. I do. I, I remember middle school very well. Um, I just, I remember that vividly, just massively. I went to middle school at sixth, sixth grade. I was the first class of sixth grade that our the school introduced oh so it was seventh to eighth middle school and then our year was the first so we were like really freshmen at a middle school you were like fresh she's yeah and it was not fun because i grew up with an older brother and growing up with an older brother who was known you just got picked out in our day and age growing up man it's getting beat up and stuff in lockers and stuff and chased down was a big thing and i got chased and beat up a lot that's like, but that's you know it's made you the man you are today oh yeah i appreciate it i see, like, <laughs> I see those dudes now they try to be friendly with me and i'm like what's up dude i'm like fuck you <laughs> i'm like you're at where you're at because of a reason that's right your life sucks doesn't it that's right yeah. so um uh so i remember so mine was a little different i was my i didn't have a middle school i was junior high yeah, well, that's what, yeah, junior but high. But junior high in, in Utah is 7, 8, 9. And then high school is... And then high school is 10, 11, 12. See, I like that. I like that. So, um, I, I hated middle school, man. Dude, it was so awkward for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had just gotten braces. Yeah. Um, I was like four foot nothing. I weighed like 95 you pounds dripping wet. Right yeah, now. seriously. And but I didn't look near as cool or good. <laughs> and uh, and the puberty was oh, hitting yeah. in. Oh, yeah. And my hair was like wavy, but it wasn't curly. Yeah. And dude, it was awkward. I didn't know how to talk to girls. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I didn't really have like a core set of friends. It was awkward, you play man. Sports? You did. I, I played baseball um, up until eighth grade, and then I switched uh, and I started soccer in ninth grade, and then and then that's kind of when I found my way. But um, so awkward learning about yourself and your body, mm. and uh, not knowing how to ask those questions that you should ask. And what, what was one of those questions you remember? Uh, well, um, Hey dad. Hey dad. Well, the thing is, so I never asked my parents those questions. Did you? No, no. I never asked my dad what a boner was. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't even remember when that happened to me. Like what age? I just remember in fifth grade, everyone, all the, all the, all the kids thought it was funny to call it a renob. And I was like, what's, I don't even get it. What's a renob? And they're like, duh, you don't know what a renob is? And I'm like, no, I don't know what a renob is. And they're like, it's a boner backwards. <laughs> I do kind of remember that as the verbiage. But yeah, I think our, our, what sucks is our days growing up, it just wasn't, not, not accessible or I just think parents weren't open to uh, let questions in. I think it was just like the groundwork they laid prior it wasn't not okay, but just it, you were scared to. Yeah, I think I was scared to ask. It was intimidating. Oh yeah, big time. But I think I think still today it's intimidating. Yeah, and that's how you raise the kids. I mean, I think you ask these questions. Let's say if it was about drugs, I'm gonna get in trouble. Right. That's all you think about. I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna get in trouble, and I don't want to. I hate being grounded. I hate my whatever getting taken away. But I think as we've talked in previous episodes, is how you raise your child. And I'm definitely gonna raise my child. Just like anything is open. Anything. I'm happy to live the life I live because I've done so much that any question that comes my way, I'm at least going to have an answer for her or what I want her to go about. So, 
I think this is where this is where you kind of it gets tricky, right? And the, and the and you're and you're, it's this tricky situation because you're you're open to it, like you're open, like I will be an open book for my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you and navigate? And what's your what do you how do you think you're going to navigate getting her to understand that? And this is good advice for parents out there that might be in this current situation. Like I don't, I'm, I'm embarrassed to have this conversation with my kid. I don't know what they're going to think about me, or are they even going to open up to me? Are they going to talk to me? And so that fear of like. What are they going to think of me or, or anything like that? So what do, you, what do you think with your kid? Because, I mean, I got a newborn, right? So I'm, I'm a little not sure yet, but, you know, you got a kiddo that's three, four. She's a three-nager. Mm-hmm. She's already in that teenager. <laughs> but, you know, what are you going to do? Dude, she can navigate through YouTube right now. She, she can navigate through Netflix and she, in, you know, all around. So that's, I think, when that time comes to pre-teenager or whatever, um, they're going to have more knowledge than we will. But it... I, I think I'm in, I'm in that world of being around, you know, social media and technical stuff. So I'm going to have, I think, a little bit more than someone's like nine to five going to whatever job that is that has nothing to do with it. So, but kids have, you know, as we all know, have so much access to so much stuff that once they get to that age, you know, you think you know what your kids are looking at, whatever, but you don't know. And they're going to have a lot more knowledge than you think they do. Yeah. So. Which is kind of scary. They may have more knowledge on it than you do, actually. For sure. Oh, no, 100%. Especially with all the new things that are coming out. 100%. So I think if we just keep eyes on the important side of just, you know, how you can regulate what they have access to. So um, they just, I don't know. I mean, but then again, you don't have control over so many things. So um, I, I, I came across when we were, you know, looking at this topic, thinking about it, kind of researching. I came across this article by the STIR, um, cafemom.com, and they, they talk about a recent study uh, that says, of boys and 46% of girls actually want to talk to their parents and ask questions about love, relationships, and sex. And then they did another study and it found that 44% of teens aren't satisfied just talking to their friends. Which is interesting because, you know, when I remember thinking like, who do I talk to about these weird questions? Like, I remember the first time someone was like, hey man, you wanna smoke a bowl? And I was like, a bowl? Like, how do you smoke a bowl? Thinking like, a, like they would say like a bowl of weed. And I was like, God damn, like that's a lot of weed. I'm just thinking like, that's a ton of weed, man. Like, how do you, what do you mean smoke it? And how do you smoke it? Like, what do you do if it's in a bowl? Because I was literally thinking a bowl. So then I didn't go home and be like, hey, mom. Uh, so someone asked me, if I wanted to smoke a bowl, what does that mean? Yes, I know what you mean. Middle school is when I got exposed to, to weed and same thing. Um, I think it was an apple the first time I tried it <laughs> yeah. in the woods. <laughs> See, you, you're like light years ahead of me because I didn't know the apple thing till like yeah. 11th, 12th grade. Yeah. I wasn't really in tune with that world. Did your parents, were they involved with weed at all? No. Know at that time at all? Like, no. So I, knew I didn't even understand what marijuana was. And I had no, Interesting. I honestly, the way I thought was, um, I'm not even going to ask my parents because they're probably not even going to know because they don't talk about things like this. See, I think I knew it. So I, I, I knew what it was and if I would ask a question because of hip hop music. Because hip hop music was huge to me and my boys back in, back in middle school, big time, like big time. So that was always like inside there. So you always want to follow whatever these people are doing just like you kids do now. Um, but yeah, I mean... I never asked my parents about weed, but I got caught smoking weed. Oh, and that was what fun. age? Middle school. Oh wow! I got caught by who? Uh, 
how did I get caught? So I skipped school one day with two other friends, went to a, a, a friend's house, and were down in their um, basement pool hall area thinking, literally, this is how stupid I was and I know kids still are. Like, let's go to your friend's house and smoke weed in, in the basement, in their house. We I remember this vividly, looking out in the basement, it was flooded with smoke. And like, oh, no one's gonna find out, we'll just air it out, put a fan with doily things in the fan and smell it, whatever. Yeah. And the next day, um, I went to school and I got called on the, like, I forgot what the person's name is that like, talks to kids when they're having troubles, whatever. Counselor? They, yeah, they call me down and they like, we know you skipped school, your parents know, and you must go home right after school. So after school, I didn't go home. I like just didn't go on the bus. I just like wandered around the neighborhood. Cause you knew you were just I, done. I was in trouble. Yeah. And I like finally like five o'clock call from a payphone. Like I'm at a payphone. You called them from I a payphone. My, my, my mom and dad and like on my payphone. I come home. <laughs> right when I get home, uh, I hear this voice from downstairs. My dad goes, "Come downstairs right now." And I talk to him. And at this time, I had no idea my dad ever dabbled in weed. Okay. So you know, got grounded for like a month. You know, Did he talk to you about it? Nope. Just, See, yeah, I know. This is the difference from our generation to pre. I don't know if it is. I don't know if parents are are talking to their kids about these things if they find out about it or prior to them finding out about it. I don't know if they well, are. I do believe that any parents watching that if you don't and your kid's growing up or even there's never it's never too late to connect with a child ever. If you're 35, you're 25, life is very short or can be short. So you gotta maximize the time you spend with your kids. The more connection you can do with them is so important. So um, if there are you know, adults out there or parents that aren't, do it, educate. If you're not educated, then have your kid educate you and like dive deeper. I mean, as you said with the st uh, statistics, it's like, it's crazy. I mean, our kids are so connected with us, even though they butt heads and push us away, we are the most connected with them than anybody. Right. You know, it just might not seem like that, but like as years go on, as you know, from being young to older, it just, it is. So educate your kids, connect with your kids, talk about whatever, who cares? Well, and I think that that's what the, that, um, uh, that study shows that they, the kids, the majority of kids, right? They actually do want you to talk to them because they trust you. At the end of the day, your kids probably trust you more than they trust anybody else. Now, I'm, I'm sure there's some families out there that that's maybe not the case because there's some crazy ass parents out there. Um, and if you are one of those crazy ass parents, then shape your shit up. I'm crazy. Okay. <laughs> I'm crazy yourself. Get, get a DeLorean and go back five years. Okay? <laughs> Mentally. But seriously, I think, you know, that you are, you are, uh, I would, I would have been very uncomfortable if my mom would have come into my bedroom and be like, I want to talk to you. This is, kind of, this is probably going to be a, an uncomfortable conversation, but I just want to talk to you about it because I want you to be safe and I want you to be smart. Um, let's talk about marijuana. Let's talk about drinking. Let's talk, because dude, I mean, I, I took sips off my parents' liquor cabinet. We, you know, I know they tracked the bottles. I know they knew I was underage drinking. I, I, they caught me underage drinking, you know? Yeah, I mean, my parents knew I went to parties and this and that, knew it went down because they were just knowledgeable. But we, even, even crazier, we never had booze in our house. Oh, Ever. we had a full bar. But my dad was a full-fledged alcoholic. Oh, wow. Oh, crazy. And I didn't find this out till way later in life, like 20s plus. It's nuts. But we also, as you said, there were parents, and I'm curious, I would ask my friends out the more we do these podcasts, that their parents knew that if kids are going out, let's say, in more in high school, actually, even no, this is junior high, that uh, they're going to drink. So if they're going to do it, this is a such a touchy subject of like, if the kids are going to go out and drink in the woods, and do whatever, is it better to just let them do it in their house and have an adult present? 
This is such a like touchy subject. Yeah. It's so, or like go away, but like secretly no, because there were parents out there that did know and were okay with in more high school, like kids hanging out, knowing drinking was happening. You're, you're spending the night here. It's like you're not leaving. Yeah, you can party here. Yeah, but you're not leaving. I remember my senior year, one of the proms or whatever. They all knew. I mean, we were 18, one. We could get a hotel legally, which we did a couple times. But one time, they're like, "No, just stay at our house. You guys can all go downstairs. You guys do whatever you want. I'll be upstairs. I know what's going to happen." It's all good. So that's like liability can come in. Like what if someone got pregnant or what if someone got hurt or what if pregnant, someone got pregnant? You can't go back to like time frame of like it happened that day. But if they were to go out like, I'm hungry on a pizza. But, but what if they drove? But what if someone even in the house got hurt? Right. I mean, like broke a leg or like I was, I, I had a similar situation. We had a friend that, uh, he jumped off a couch, hit his head on a, a light fixture and sliced his head open. And uh, it was like, well, wow, there's no, liabilities. I, I wouldn't let it go down unless, let's say, if that was a situation, it was three couples for going to prom. I would say, adults, are we all okay with this? And it's going to be held at my house. Oh, so you would you would contact the parents? Just I think for legality, if I knew one of the parents was like, smart. oh my god, I hate this parent. Like I know if something happened, they're going to try to sue me. Yeah. Or I would just play the role of like. I wouldn't even tell my child. I would just say, yeah, you guys, let's just have it here. It's all good. You guys can hang out. Knowing they're gonna drink, I would never acknowledge it. Nothing. I would just. So if, so, if something were to happen, maybe that would cover me. I don't know. I don't know, dude. That's 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 a that is a slippery slope. It's such a slippery slope. But I agree with you. If they're gonna do it anyway, right? Probably better for them to do it where there is some type of adult supervision. Yeah. But at the end of the day. At, you got to have that conversation with them before you allow something like that to happen, right? Yeah. You can't just be like, hey, I don't care if you guys are hanging out at the house and um, uh, doing whatever, but you're not willing to sit down with them prior to be like, look, if you guys are going to hang out here and have some drinks, like this is my expectation. Like you've got you've got to cover both sides. Well, this is, as your child grows in my eyes, they're they forever in the school of life. So treat it like an eight year college. You know, like, what are you teaching your kid? You are the teacher to your child. Your school teaches them one thing, but what you teach them is a whole other avenue that I think so many parents miss out on. It's like the street skills. Hence, hence, as we grew up, this didn't, wasn't accessible. This is not how we grew up. But we, parents, I don't think, understand the accessibility they have to mold their child. Right. So if you mold their child as they're young to old, I think you won't, because I've had friends that know, I know they can talk to their parents about anything, even in high school. The ones that literally were like, I know you're going to drink, be safe. And you can, I guess, do it here after if you guys have nowhere to go, or if you have, if you're in the shitter and you need to call someone, call me, and I will not tell your parents, kind of thing. I mean, these are now looking back, were the they were super cool, but they were onto something that I think parents aren't. They just kids have so much more access to things times fifty to right. what we had. Well, so you, can't, of, you can't get around. Some of the, one of the things that it brings up in this article is it talks about the one place that kids are going to seek information about these types of things, Reddit. Yeah. Because the, it's a place, it's a forum. If you guys aren't familiar with Reddit, it's a forum where you can go on and you can literally ask any question in a forum and you will get the, the thing that's scary about it is that you don't know who you're getting your advice from, right? You're getting advice from random ass people all over the world that they might be on a mission to just tell you whatever, just to fuck with you, yeah. right? Yeah. So be aware of that parents be like, oh, well my kids go on Reddit and they ask those questions. Well, okay, but where's their information coming from, first of all, and second of all, why aren't you taking the time to not have them get on Reddit 
and ask you those questions. So some of the questions that it says on here that uh, kids really want to ask their parents, I'll just give you a few of them. Um, be honest. Did you drink before you were 21? Oh, that's easy because I mean, kids are gonna be younger than ever now. No, so that's the question that they want to ask their parents. Oh. Did you drink before you were well, 21? Okay, my, my daughter at three and a half years old can be like, oh, beer. And I'm like, hey, all right, go grab me a beer. Or, or, oh, that's wine. We've let our daughter, you know, taste wine, like dip the, you know, this. And we also go into like how Europeans grow up. Like their kids are sipping, you know, we just, we're gonna be exactly what, you know, kind of the opposite of I think how I grew up. Right. Um, and then, uh, let's see here. Uh, another one was, um, what do you really think we're doing behind that closed door? Oh, meaning like sex? Yeah. Because yeah. think about Did it. Did you ever come home and your parents were having sex? No. But I came home and my sister would be in her room. Oh, she's gonna kill me. Uh, with, yeah. her, with her boyfriend. And the door would be closed and my parents would be like, open that goddamn door. Yeah, yeah I did that. I witnessed that with my brother, my older brother before of like, the girl's over, you have to keep the door open. Yep. And I've also, I remember once, I'll probably watch this, mom, uh, I came home once and I'm like, I could hear. Once. With your I, brother? Well, no, my mom and dad. <laughs> oh, once. But even like me and Jess joke all the time, it's like, did you ask her what was going on? Oh, hell But no. see, that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine if you had that relationship. That, that's a tough one. But, but then, yeah, yeah, exactly. The relationship you have, like. But, I mean, think, think of how powerful it would be if you said on our end, like, look, it, it, I'm cool with you um, having a boil run in your, in your bedroom if you want to hang out. That's your space. Because that's what your bedroom is, right? It's your space. It's like your getaway from the reality of what's going on in your home. That's why kids and having their own bedroom, I think, is a, is a really good thing. But look, if you're going to be in there, like, I trust you. But this is the reason why um, I trust you. And this is what I would hope wouldn't happen. Um, if you wanna keep the door closed because you wanna have private conversations, I get it. But for a kid to come to the parents, this is a great question for a kid to ask their parents. What do you actually think is going on behind that closed door? Yes, at that time that I you know, knew my parents were doing it, like I would just, I would, I probably would flip it even at how awkward depending on the age of just like, if they knew we were doing something, then I would kind of explain. I would have a time of like, we're gonna spend a half hour uh, and we're just gonna talk about it. Yeah. And like, it's just education in everything. And I think that builds trust, right? It really builds oh, yeah. that relationship with you and your parent. And then they're gonna be more open to coming to you more often. And that's what I was gonna say. I think as, as uh, Aria grows, I will give always her the benefit of the doubt and keep explaining about, I trust you, I trust you, I, I trust you. But the day you break that trust, you go back steps and you have to re-earn yes. your trust. That's what I always will give her the benefit of the doubt, always. Right now at three and a half, I'm in the lying world. I think she's getting a grasp a little bit on it and we're teaching her because we're like, did you already have a snack with Nana? No. And we know she did, like, did you have a snack with Nana? All right, don't lie. Lying is when you do not tell us what really happened. She's like, yeah, I did. I'm like, thank you for telling the truth. So now we're, it's, that's being taught right now. Good. So once you instill that, you know, I will always give, I'll give anybody the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah, and my mom always had a great analogy for lying with me, which really sunk in. Um, and if you need um, uh, help with uh, explaining lying to your kids, it's, my mom would say that, that, that trust is like a wall, and, a, and it's a brick wall. So every time you tell the truth, you get an extra brick on that wall. But as soon as you lie, that wall can start crumbling down and it takes a long time to add more yeah. bricks um, to make sure that wall is built back up. Okay. So I thought it was a great analogy because it made me really think about um, how important telling the truth is. 
And if, if you can just sit down with your kids and be honest with them, then why won't they sit down and be honest with you? It's gotta be two way. You can't, you can't expect your children to be honest with you if you're not willing to have tough conversations and be honest with them because they are going to know when you're bullshitting. Yeah, even if you're, even if it's a parent and there's a 20 year gap or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. I mean, like there's such a bigger picture with, uh, with the trust world. I, I, I agree. Well, and, and the, the cool thing about this is it's really going to take us into our um, next episode topic because now that we're talking about communicating with kids and how to do it, we're going to jump into episode 18 is going to be about texting and communicating with your kids in texting and what research is starting to show on how texting and communication is actually starting to bridge that gap between parents and their kids. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, so uh, make sure you're communicating with your kids, talking to them, have those tough conversations. It's never too late. It's never too late. I don't care if they're 15, just open that door, it's always gonna be awkward and whatever, just do it. You're laying the groundwork for later on in life of just having a potential 20 year split of not talking to your children to then rekindling it later on in life when it's too late. You know, build that trust, build that connection, it's super important. It's okay to explain to your kids what a boner is. Yeah, a grown egg. <laughs> a renob. A renob. <laughs> Hence, I didn't go to school. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. This is episode number 17. Make sure you find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, the number two dads on a mic. Write a review. Leave us a review. Uh, rate us and share with your peeps. My name is Mr. Brian Too Cool for School Boyd. And I'm playing James Zach Gittler. And we out. <laughs>